Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? I hope you're doing all right. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. Today is Wednesday, June 3rd. This is episode number 932. Today, we're going to talk a lot about what's going on in the culture today, especially tackling the topic of fear and how we can triumph as people of faith. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today, you guys. I'm so thankful that you're listening to the podcast. I know a lot of you guys are new to me and to the podcast, and I'm very glad that you're here. I want to let you know of a couple of things that are coming up. First of all, this is the very beginning of the study at Mom Strong International. If you're not following me there, you're missing out. Uh, we do a Bible study and a scripture writing challenge. It comes with copywork, free downloads for your kids. They can practice cursive and handwriting, and they can learn God's word at the same time. That part of MomStrong International is a free ministry that we've been doing for many years, and you can check it out and join today. The other thing that you can do, and we're going to encourage you, is to join the Bible study community. We just started a brand new study on Monday, and we're talking about people of faith who stood uh, for the Lord and for righteousness in really unimaginable circumstances. And a lot of you are finding yourselves in that situation right now. So the question becomes, you know, what is it? what does it take to stand for righteousness? What does God require? What is it that God wants from us right now? And we can learn a lot from studying these men and women who knew the Lord, starting with Esther. And so check it out, you guys, momstronginternational.com. Uh, there are a couple, okay, so many things on my mind right now. First of all, um, I guess I, I want to do just take um, just a half a second here. So I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's leaving reviews for the podcast over at iTunes and also leaving reviews for Becoming Momstrong and Prayers for the Battlefield and uh, Bible Promises for Moms, all the books that I have written over at Amazon. Those reviews really help a lot. And it's one way that you guys can support us, especially now because I'm not out on the road selling books. Normally this time of year, I would have sold tons of books. And because I'm home and really have been sort of grounded <laughs> for lack of a better word, uh, that's not happening. So we love it. If you guys could take the time, even just a few minutes now, while you're thinking about it, hop on over to iTunes, leave a review for the podcast, and then over to Amazon. And if those books have been a blessing to you to leave reviews there as well, so people can see uh, newer reviews coming through. Most of my speaking season now has been postponed. Uh, I was supposed to start in March, obviously nothing in March, nothing in April, nothing in May, really nothing in June uh, anymore. Everything has been pushed now to July. And so I'm going to ask that you pray with me, really asking the Lord to say, Father, would you help us? Uh, 
would you help those events stay? So the ones I'm particularly thinking about right now are teach them diligently. A lot of the people that have these major conferences have been devastated by COVID-19, the scamdemic that we find ourselves in right now. I think, frankly, a blatant attempt to ruin our economy in an attempt to overturn an election, but that's a podcast for another day. Uh, teach them diligently is coming up on the 9th through the 11th of July. And uh, the Homeschool Resource Center in Vancouver, Washington is having its preview on the 18th of July. So if you're anywhere in the Portland, Vancouver area and you're even remotely thinking about homeschooling, come out and see us on the 18th of July and we can help you. We'll be teaching uh, classes on how to homeschool and all kinds of things. You can find out more at fphrc.org and kind of find out how we're doing that, really shifting things around right now. Uh, Teach Them Diligently Columbus is happening on the 23rd through the 25th. Uh, That's happening in Columbus, Ohio. And also that same weekend is the Florida Parent Educators Association. I am going to be, uh, because of the graciousness really of David and Alessi Nunnery, they're allowing me to go back and forth. So I'm going to spend part of my weekend at one of those conferences and part of my weekend at the other one. So it's going to be a really busy weekend for me. Uh, but I'm hoping not to miss either of those two things. And then Athens coming up on the 6th or the 8th of August. And then finally, a CHAP is happening. So we're going to keep you guys posted as we get different things kind of on the calendar. We're trying to sort of figure out what this is going to look like. Faith That Speaks, which is my conference, uh, my conference that I go around and host myself, is still scheduled for Indiana. And we're prayerfully considering what that looks like in the days to come. So uh, hopefully uh, we're going to see an end to this pretty quick and return to normal just as soon as we can. But there's an awful lot for us to be praying about right now, because really what I am seeing is we are a nation in the grip of fear. We are literally in the grip of fear. And I've been thinking a lot about fear lately. The Bible teaches us that fear is a spirit, right? We've talked about this many times in the podcast. Second Timothy 1, 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear. So we know that fear is a spirit and we know that it's not from the Lord. And one way that Christians can discern the things that are happening around them is to watch how people are behaving. And so there is, of course, a healthy kind of fear, right? When we teach our children not to touch a hot stove for fear of getting burned, that is a healthy kind of fear. Fear that is unhealthy and fear that is from the devil is irrational in nature, and it often brings chaos with it. And I believe that that's what we're suffering from right now. Uh, I was running errands the other day with my husband, and uh, as we were driving, we noticed a very young man, you know, very hip, very cool, uh, and he was driving a Jeep that had the top down, music blaring, hair blown in the wind, and we we passed him at an intersection, and I noticed he was wearing a mask. And you guys, it it was startling to me, uh, and he kind of looked like a bank robber. I mean, the wind's blowing all around him, you know, driving down the street wearing a mask. And I, I will confess my mood, like I took kind of a downward turn because then I began to notice other people in masks in irrational places, right? Joggers, people in their cars, toddlers who are being conditioned to think that it's normal to cover their faces. Uh, you guys, I mean, for goodness sake, uh, these little ones are not being helped by wearing masks. They don't fit right. And they're constantly adjusting them. Why are we doing this? Fear. We're doing it for fear. And I'm just going to encourage you, like this idea that I need to wear a mask because that's the polite thing to do and it's for the weaker brother is just a terrible uh, interpretation of that passage of scripture. And uh, 
we, I'm, and I have been saying this, you know, I kind of tiptoed around it for a while, but now I'm just like, wow. I mean, the numbers are in, this is what's going on. I watched a video the other day of a young woman being yelled at and mercilessly berated in a grocery store for not wearing a mask by people who, if reason were involved at all, would not be worried by her because they were all wearing face masks. And so it was very troubling to watch how quickly that grocery store uh, turned into a mob scene and no one came to her defense. And this is wrong. It's not from God. Uh, This is the kind of fear that comes from the adversary of your soul, men and women. We need to wake up. We are literally surrounded by fear right now. It's a sign of chaos. And we know that God is a God of order. And uh, particularly in states like Washington and Michigan and Ohio, uh, Virginia, for goodness sake, you poor people stuck with Governor Northam over there and uh, Governor Newsom in California, particularly in states where authoritarian governors have seized this opportunity and see it as an opportunity to to, uh, systemically change the way their states operate and how the people live in those states. Uh, Those governors have traded in common sense for absolute power and opportunity. They're opportunists and they saw this as an opportunity to push a narrative and they're taking it. And every day we are seeing changes in the narrative and they're pushed by the media. So we might hear, hey, thought it was going to be worse or, well, we just didn't have the data, you know, like Governor Cuomo coming out and saying, you know, hey, we got the numbers all wrong. Sorry about that. You know, whoops-a-daisy. And the country's on its ear and the economy is suffering. And you guys, this is wrong. We have allowed the fear of suffering to cloud our minds and paralyze us with worry to the point of acting irrationally. Men and women, we are not sheep, but we are behaving like them. Uh, We've got to be of sound mind with eyes wide open and a heart of wisdom, especially in times like these. The first part of 2 Timothy 1.7 says, that we haven't been given a spirit of fear, right? But the second part says what we have been given, power, love, and a sound mind. And so today I'm praying for that soundness of mind that God gives us when we walk with him. You see, God offers peace in the midst of panic and worry um, is overcome when we worship the Lord. Wisdom fills the void of worry when we ask the Lord for wisdom. And so I uh, I'm asking the Lord today to just encourage us by the power of his spirit. You who are listening, um, I've been saying this for a while. I think the mask is the new, uh, not wearing a mask is the new MAGA hat. Um, I've been calling this a scamdemic. We know that the numbers in Washington state have been terribly inflated to the point where they're telling, uh, they're telling us now that yes, oh gosh, I don't know how that happened. But you know, people with uh, gunshot wounds who died of gunshot wounds have been listed as COVID-19 deaths. Well, they have to push that narrative out to keep you all afraid. And so I'm going to encourage you. I was telling my husband today, and I think I said this on my Facebook page, you know, it's like it's 1640 and we're just discovering that there are microbes in the air. You know, hey guys, there are things in the air, microscopic things that can kill you. And so we're just freaking out, gloves, masks, the whole thing. I understood it at first, but I was troubled by it at first. And I remember telling my husband, I'm like, some doesn't sit right with me about this. Some's wrong, some's wrong. And the longer it goes on, the more my spirit is just like, no, this is wrong. And so I'm going to encourage you. I, I, uh, I'm hearing reports about Uh, churches being asked to register their attendees. And I want to speak to this for just a minute. If your church, uh, listen to me, men and women, this is important. If your church, or if you're a pastor, for goodness sake, let me back up. So my husband and I were in full-time church work for 20 years 
He was a worship pastor and obviously I, a pastor's wife. We have a great affinity and an affection for the church. I am shocked at the lack of discernment and common sense and wisdom that I see coming out of our pastors nationwide and even around the world in the face of the crisis that we're facing. If the government comes to you and they say, you can only sing so many songs. If the government comes to you and says, or the health authorities, for goodness sake, they're like the new Gestapo, like the health authorities, you know, uh, you can't sing loudly. That was the last thing I heard. You, you can't sing loudly. Now, this makes no sense to me at all. Why aren't they going to Walmart? There's no, uh, there's no, we're not registering there, but they want you to register your, think about what's happening. They want you to register your people. They're going to tell you how you, the Bible says, shout to the Lord, shout to the Lord. We're afraid to sing loudly. Uh, This is like mind numbingly evil at this point. And I just want to encourage you to not, if you're, if you're going to a church that says you got to register, don't go. When they start making you register to go to Walmart and Lowe's and Home Depot, it's like Black Friday and they're every day of the week. Well, then we can talk. But something's wrong when they're making you register at your churches. Something's wrong when they're saying you can only have 100 people in here. Something's wrong. And my spirit is grieved over this. And so I'm going to encourage you, like I have been now for many, many months, we need to be in prayer. We need to be asking the Lord, Father, what would you have us do? Show us how to behave in a way that is both wise and godly. And I keep hearing from people who say, you know, you got to be, you know, what about the people you're trying to be nice to the other people? No, what they're doing now, the mainstream media, because I saw a whole bunch of news reports, you know, people going to the beach, reporters going to the beach and trying to shame people because they're sitting next to the ocean in the open air without a mask. And they're shaming these people. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, we've been so taken captive by a spirit of fear that we've forgotten that God said, that's not from me, power, love, and a sound mind. It's not unkind to not wear a mask. And to me, the mask is virtually sig- virtue signaling at this point. We know that it doesn't work, right? They can- the CDC came out two weeks ago and said, oops, never mind. It doesn't, it, you can't, you don't get it off surfaces that are bad about the $4 billion we just spent on Clorox wipes, right? Trying to keep everybody clean and we're hurting our immune systems by washing our hands every time we turn around. Ruining our economy. We flatten the curve, you guys. This is not about a virus. And uh, pastors, I think, have an opportunity. And I, I made a plea in a live video that I did last week on Facebook. And I just was telling you, pastors, listen, the suicide rate is skyrocketing psychotropic drugs. Doctors are prescribing over 800% more than they were before. We're watching people fall into alcoholism and drug dependence. They're suffering from depression and severe anxiety while pastors have shuttered their churches and said, well, online is just as good as the real thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. We've allowed the culture, we've allowed the government, even worse than the culture, we've allowed the government to tell us who's essential and who isn't. That's 
that's not the Lord. We are all essential. We, every single one of us, essential. Every single one of you is needed before the Lord. My friend, Pastor Phil Hopper said, we're going to live to see national revival or national ruin. And that's why we, the church, must awaken. We need to begin praying as in the days of the prophet Joel for spiritual awakening. Awakening goes beyond the body of Christ. It changes communities and cities and even nations. And so I'm calling again for just a day of fasting. And I know I'm just little Heidi St. John. I don't have, you know, massive amounts of influence. But I would like us to fast and pray together as we come into the weekend. And I was thinking about this in relation to uh, recording the podcast and, and giving you guys time to sort of think think this thing through. So this is the third, right? So I would like to fast with you uh, on Tuesday the 9th. I'd like to fast with you guys, fasting and praying on Tuesday the 9th. So next Tuesday. And fasting, you I mean, ask the Lord what he wants you to do. You know, typically when we think about a fast, we think of not eating for a particular period of time. So that's probably what I'm going to do. Some of you might say, I'm going to fast from social media that day, or maybe you're going to fast from eating, or maybe you're not, maybe you're going to skip breakfast and lunch, but you're going to have dinner. The point is that every time you're tempted or you want to do that thing, whether it's eating or getting on social media, instead of doing that thing, you come before the Lord in prayer and we petition the Lord together. The Bible says that God hears our prayers, that he's with us, that he's actually near to us when we're suffering. And we're suffering right now. We're suffering. And I'm just going to encourage you with everything that's in me to join me if you can. And I have some of you, are I, I'm hearing it right now. Some of you are diabetic. Some of you can't fast because you're nursing a baby. I get it. So think of something that you can give up. We need to come before the Lord like David. Father, search our hearts. Is there anything in us? Try us, see. What are you asking us to do? I believe and have been believing for quite some time now that the very soul of our nation is hanging in the balance. The Bible says that some might trust in horses and some might trust in chariots, but we don't. We trust in the name of the Lord. Some might trust in a vaccine. Some might trust in social distancing. Some might trust in a mask. We don't. We trust in the name of the Lord. That's not, that's not a license to be foolish. So it's not saying, you know, go out and lick the doorknob or find a sick person and snuggle up next to him. That's, that's not it at all. But uh, I know in my spirit that something is terribly wrong. And we need to continue to pray. So we should be praying every day, which is why I'm doing the 714 challenge. So every day at 714, I'm trying to get on social media. Um, if I don't have a doctor's appointment or someplace I need to be, I'm trying to be on there every morning at 714, just sharing a small devotion and praying with you guys. And I hope you'll join me every morning at 714 in the spirit of second Chronicles 714. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and heal their land. God, he longs to heal us. He's the healer. It's who he is. But he's also a God of justice and he's a God of righteousness. And really, you guys, the truth is our nation has been sinning against the Lord for a very long time. 
sinning against him in the area of human sexuality, sinning against him in the privacy of our homes and no one else is watching, sinning against him by taking the, the lives of the most innocent, the most vulnerable among us, our unborn. We have a lot to repent for as a nation and a lot to be in prayer about. So I just want to encourage you today. Join me uh, next Tuesday, and I'll I'll post about it on my Facebook page. If you're not following me there, I just want to encourage you to do that. Next Tuesday, June 9th, we're going to fast and pray that day. And I'm going to encourage you with everything that's in me just to follow the Lord. You're not going to hear about this in another uh, in another podcast because I record my podcasts a week in advance. But you will hear it on my uh, Facebook page, and you will hear it over at MomStrong International. Uh, I'll be talking about it there. But let's come before the Lord together. God's not surprised by this. He's not up up in heaven, you know, wringing his hands and worried. He's really not. But he wants us to come before him in prayer. And God is looking for men and women of courage and men and women of, of moral fortitude and men and women who are wise. And we need to be wise. So we love you guys. We're praying for you. Uh, I thank you so much for praying for our family. Uh, like you guys, we're this is a bummer. Like we're struggling through some things right now. We really appreciate uh, your encouragement. So many new people listening to the podcast. We're so very grateful. And uh, I don't know about you, but I'm not giving up. <laughs> I'm not giving up. And uh, we're going to come before the Lord. He knows what's going on and he's got the answers. All right. So hang in there, you guys. Don't forget to leave reviews for the podcast over at iTunes and reviews for my books. I really appreciate it. And if you've never gone to the Heidi St. John store, we've got some awesome new shirts in there. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And uh, one of my other favorite shirts says off the bench. And I think there's another one even that says he trains my hands for battle. And uh, indeed, that's what we're in. So trust the Lord, you guys. Stay faithful, everybody. We love you so much. And I'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.